Okay, you see? I bought a lot of fucking candy. Look at this. All fucking... I don't look like fucking Jeremiah Johnson anymore. You like it? <laughs> what? You don't like the length? No, I do. I fucking... So here's my thing, dude. I fucking want to grow out like a, a fucking Gandalf beard. You want the Brad beard? Brad. Yeah, that's actually more appropriate. I don't want a Gandalf like where I'm fucking you know like that i want the brad fucking lumberjack beard but my issue is is like my beard like once it starts getting to a certain length and it starts going into my mouth when i'm eating food it's a fucking yeah. no-go i can't do that right. shit so that's that's my conundrum i'm gonna start including video because you constantly try to explain things with your hands i'm well, it's because I'm married to a woman who's Italian and Portuguese. That's how I have to communicate. <laughs> and through food. Yeah. Like, you know how she asked me a question? Hey, who's that one fucking person that was in that one thing? What? Yeah, that one guy. That one yeah. time. Yeah, you know that one guy that you, that guy. you think's funny? Remember that movie we watched that one night last year? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, one. that yeah. one. with the With the guy, the one guy, you know, who he did that thing and he, he had that cool hat that, you know, the hat. Yeah, and then it's a, then it's a fucking a game of twenty one questions to try to narrow that shit down. <laughs> is it is it a person and or is it an animal, plant, or something else? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us again. This is Rick, Karina, and Josh motherfucking Chambers presenting another episode of Trash Talk Roundtable. And uh, today we're going to be going over episode 19, which is called, what's the name of it again? The Decision. The Decision. So basically what happened is LeBron James is going to sit down with Jim Gray and talk about whether he's taking his talents back to South Beach or not. (laughs) You know, The Decision. Oh, my oh God. wait, sorry, sorry. Wrong the one. dumbest Wrong thing decision. that was ever on TV. Yes, oh my I God. remember the decision. Side thing, yeah, that was a waste of an hour of everybody's time. Like, what the fuck? Everybody's. Anyways, back to the, the conversation at hand, which is the challenge, which was part two of the final, finally wrapping up what seems like a, a nine-month season. It's just been dragging. I don't even remember when the first episode aired. It probably 2018. <laughs> so... <laughs> you know glad pre-COVID. you know pre-covid yeah like you know i don't get me wrong i've enjoyed every every episode of it but at the same time i'm glad to see it coming to a conclusion and uh you know with that being said let's go ahead and dive right into it all right so the last episode we leave off and uh all the challengers had you know picked their cells um we had the what is it purple cell which was ct devon tori and emmy i want to call the purple team ct's first round draft picks and then on the orange squad we've got a uh, nelson casey nani and i'm drawing a blank kyle there we go uh forming the orange team and i haven't come up with a witty nickname on them but what ends up uh happening is at the close of the last episode tj goes hey you guys are running this as two teams you don't want to finish last and then he tells him to get going to the next checkpoint. So they take off running. Obviously, we have no idea on how far they're running. They don't ever tell us at any point in this final, like how far they're running. It all looks like five mile runs. 
or not five mile, but they all look like five minute runs. Uh, well, anyways, they get to the next checkpoint, which has a crate, which has a chain wrapped around it, which they have to undo, get inside the crate. There's a safe. Uh, and then they have to open the safe part two. They have to swim out to the middle of this lake, grab some puzzle pieces, swim back. Um, you know, it's pretty neck and neck from what I remember. No big lead is being had right here. Orange, uh, I think does get into the water a little bit slower than the purple squad. But with that being said, the main thing was, is you see all four of purple just jump in and then only three of orange jump right in with, uh, Nelson sitting on the banks. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny because I, I actually just saw this little meme floating around and it's like or not even a meme, but it's a picture of Nelson from Double Agents standing on the banks in, in uh, Iceland or whatever that was with Amber M. And he's like, yeah, I've been working on my swimming. And uh, yeah, no, no, buddy, you really haven't, though. Like, I'm sorry, but that's just not it. That's just not it. But I do I do want to give it up. I do want to shout out for the orange team because they were hella fucking supportive of Nelson through his like whole just I guess panic attack is kind of how he explained it because I, I did catch his live on Instagram um, on Friday. And so and he was talking about how, you know, it was just he couldn't breathe and he just started to panic. Um, and so, you know, and his, his team was super supportive of him. So, you know, shouts to them for that, but it's just kind of at the point where it's like, you know, that there's going to be swimming in the, in the challenge, in the dailies, and you damn well know that there's going to be swimming in the final. So like, that should be the number one priority at this point, in my opinion, for Nelson, because that to me is like one of the things that is severely hurting his game and his chances to take home that title of being a challenge champion. Yeah, well, I was I, sitting here watching him and he's sitting there going, what, no vest? And he's looking for a vest. And then I was thinking, you know, when they had to get dropped out of the helicopter in the in the first part. And I was like, well, no, he had a vest on when he when they went into the water at that point. So but at least he attempted. I got to give him props for that, because at least he he did go in. He did try. He just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And I'm right there with you. Like, so my biggest thing is he never gave up right he kept going until he felt like he physically was in a bad place where he could go his head could go under and he could probably drown and look when you're out of your element and you feel like you're cramping up and you're having an anxiety and panic attack and you're not breathing right being out on the water is not the best place to be um with that being said big props to him for trying it uh, and and pushing himself to do it, even though he was afraid. And I think he still earns uh, the nickname Scubanelli. Watch that stroke. <laughs> I'll let him keep the nickname. I'll yeah. let him keep I mean, nickname. I love Scubanelli. So I'm, I, you know what? Everybody has weaknesses, right? You know, Jordan's weakness is he's not super humble. You know what I mean? Banana's weakness is he's, he'll fucking steal your money and he's not. You know, well, he can't eat for shit. Yeah, I mean, CT's weakness—I I don't fucking know what it is. Getting called into an elimination before you get to the final, I suppose. It used to be running, yes. but even this final, he fucking killed. Yeah. It. yeah. So, big props to Scubanelli for trying that. Uh, getting back to it, so obviously with the issues Scubanelli's having, Purple Team gets out into the lead. They retrieve their puzzle pieces. They put it together they're able to move on to the next checkpoint, which is 
from what they show looks like about a five mile hike up a fucking mountain like straight up that motherfucker yeah. up and uh purple team gets a fucking lead like a big ass lead i'm i'm thinking it was like looked like 10 15 minute lead that, that's that's what it looks like they get a they get a good lead but orange team is full of runners yeah, they, they really are. But I do want to point out that I thought it was pretty cool. And and again, I'm just because of what ends up happening in this, um, I just want to continue to kind of point out things that I think that are being overlooked from this final. So like this entire run right here, Tori is leading the purple team all the way up that hill and not just by a little bit like she is up in front of them, yelling back to them. Emmy's right behind her, which so super props to her. I didn't know that she had that kind of endurance, but she actually fucking held herself, held, held herself really well, especially running next to somebody like Tori, who is a runner. Um, but I just want to give Tori props to that because she killed it in the whole first half of the, um, of the final. And then she comes in, she gets on with purple and she's, you know, she's holding her own. She's running and she's like motivating the team from the front. So shouts to her for that. Yeah. I was actually going to say she was yelling from the front, but she was yelling kind words of encouragement. (laughs) So, you know, um, you know, and so at this point, this is a real test to endurance this portion of the final this check running to the next checkpoint because like we said it's quite a distance it's all at quite a steep grade that they're climbing while they're doing this and it's a really good litmus test of who's in good shape endurance wise and who isn't yep and you see pretty quickly that the weak link on the purple team unfortunately was Devin in this situation you know not to say that he gassed out or anything um, he did pace himself, but he uh, he was definitely quite a bit behind and, you know, needed CT's kind words of encouragement to motivate him, which was, do you need me to hold your hand like we're in kindergarten? Come on, we got to get up this fucking hill. <laughs> you know what? Hey, I just want to say he didn't grab Devin and drag him up that mountain. So, you know what? Growth. Okay. Hey, Growth. Truth. Truth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I thought it was I thought it was gonna go there. I thought he was gonna go behind Devin and just push him and say, This is the I mean, you kept hearing him say this is the finale. You gotta yeah. be able to do this. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And, and, well, and the I... whole time I'm sitting here thinking, you know, and they they bring it up to with Casey going up that hill, you know, this is the same kind of terrain that she had to run that she slipped and you know, hurt her knee. Right, and the whole yeah. time that's got to be going through her head, how it was with Nelson previously in the water. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, no, de- definitely. And I, I think she even uh, pops in with a confessional where she's like, you know, I just, I got to take it easy because this is the same way that I hurt myself last season, you know? So um definitely glad that she decided to kind of pace herself and that she kind of learned her lesson on, you know, running on rough terrain and rocks like that. Um, but hopping back over to purple, I just want to point out that again, shouts out to Devin, because I think one of the best moves that he made in that run right there, even though he was struggling so hard was he told CT get behind me because he knew that CT would push him up that fucking mountain. And if he let himself be in the back of the team, be the very last one, he knew he was going to hold them back, but having CT behind him, I think he felt like. Maybe even just in a in a competitive nature, it would make him want to. It would motivate him to move his ass. So I think that was a really really smart move on his end. 
Yeah, no, I agree. And to kind of touch base on what you guys were just talking about with Casey and the terrain, that's a reoccurring theme throughout this episode. It's something that they remind us of a few different times, I think, towards the end as well. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so they're, uh, I would say they're probably purple teams about what, three quarters of the way up the hill. And then all of a sudden they start talking about the orange team making progress. And you, and it's showing them in, you know, Nelson's Nelson's obviously the the cream of the crop when it comes to the endurance in this final uh, and he is making strides to get up that hill and he's keeping Kyle right there with him and uh, Casey and Nani are a little bit behind but they're keeping pace I mean they're they're not slouching they're making up some time when it gets down to within a couple hundred yards of the checkpoint orange closed a 15 minute gap to I want to say maybe 16 to 90 seconds maybe because and and just really quick this kind of goes back to what we talked about when we interviewed tori and the whole you know are are the teams close are they not close and she's like look if you can see both teams in a frame like obviously you know that they're close because you can't hide that it's when you know they're kind of trying to show you one angle and then another angle that you don't really know this is one of those situations where it's like they didn't even have to try to make it look close like you could see both teams in frame and you tori starts yelling down at devin and she's like move your ass like it all of a sudden went from those like positive words of encouragement to bitch get your ass up this mountain right now before i can whoop your ass (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then you can also hear nelson yelling and screaming to nani and casey i can see them let's go yeah i mean dude that's the thing is like Nelson just makes strides. I mean, last week with the knife hands sprinting to catch up with CT, uh, you know, this week getting up that fucking mountain like it's nobody's business. I mean, so they uh, they close a gap. I, I want to say 16 to 90 seconds of when orange team finishes or when purple team finishes orange team 60 to 90 seconds behind them. Uh, so once they've reached this checkpoint, they uh, come up to a missile basically a metal large large metal missile you know it could also be mistaken for perhaps a torpedo um (laughs) but uh, it's got a chain wrapped all through it tangled up and the teams have to complete and it's locked and it's locked the key is what they got from swimming and solving the puzzle blah 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 they get up there they unlock it and then they have to start to untangle it and you know, this was one of those situations where I know it's not a puzzle, but it is at the same time. I thought Purple with CT and Devin right there would get that thing done right away. Oh, yeah. But Nelson, Kyle, and Nani and Casey and the Orange team got that thing untangled quick and had it up on their shoulders going. Yeah, they were they were on the move before uh, Purple even got the chains all the way off of their missile. Oh, yeah. No, they were way out ahead. I mean, because I yeah. think I want to say not completely the fault of getting the chains off. There were some other factors that happened, Mm -hmm. but they got a good size lead. I want to say, I mean, it's hard to judge time because it's not like they have a timer up. Right. You know, they were uh, just in sync when they were going too, because they're like, all right, switch. And it was like automatic. Oh yeah. Pushing shoulder to shoulder. And they were, dude, it was like a well-oiled machine that the way that they were carrying that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They were on it. It looked like uh, they'd been doing this. They've been training this shit on vacation together, you know, going to the Bahamas doing fucking 
pre-challenge trainings while right. Josh, Tori, and the rest of them are drinking my ties. On the right. sand. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but with all that being said, uh, you know, Purple finally gets the chains untangled and they start going. And then once again, it's a, you know, I hate to say it, but it's it's a repeat of the last stage, which is Devin, you know, kind of slacking in the endurance and being able to carry this and them having to put the missile down, pick it back up, reorganize where people are standing. Yeah. Um, and it cost them a shit ton of time because it really did. At this point, Orange is already at the next checkpoint, which is where they have to solve a puzzle involving this. And I'll <laughs> let Karina explain that. But, you know, it, it was it was just so weird to see Purple go from having a huge lead after swimming to having a huge deficit to make up getting to this next checkpoint. Yeah, absolutely. It really affected them. And I I also want to point out that I found it kind of odd the way that purple team was kind of stacking the missile on their players. They had like Devin up front, um, you know, CT in the back, and then the two girls together in the middle, but like literally side by side. Whereas on the orange team, if you notice, they almost had their players like evenly spread out throughout the missile. And I felt, I feel like that helped them more like evenly distribute the weight of the missile. And I, I just don't understand. I'm trying to understand why purple carried the missile the way that they did, but yeah, just to kind of jump in, I think uh, orange was really smart because they had, you know, their tallest guy, Kyle in the back. And then it was, I believe Nani, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she's not getting much of the way because there's such a height difference from Kyle to her. And then it's Casey. So you're at a Ford slant and then you have Nelson taking a brunt of the weight right. in the front yeah. and also navigating it. And I think that's where Purple fucked up is they had Devin up the front playing the Nelson role, which they couldn't have done. No. And they had CT in the back like Kyle was, which I think was smart, but I think they need to alternate. They need to go CT, Emmy, Devin, Tori at the front to direct them yeah she has that endurance and that way Nelson or and she's got them traps too man yeah she and can Devin's but Devin's got the height he's still taking a little bit more weight and it's right. giving her more of the let's get the direction and run um yeah because Devin was having trouble steering that thing he really was and you know look the Devin is more like the average guy than anybody else in the challenge you know what I mean he's he's more likely like you said to drink a six pack of beer and talk some shit and play some pool. And we can all relate to that. But those skill, that skill set doesn't really translate to a final too well. No. Um, so in, you know, you kind of see the fruits of his labor on this, unfortunately. Absolutely. So orange team gets up to the next checkpoint. Um, like Rick said, and it is a puzzle. Um, so that it's, it's pretty much like a 15 piece puzzle. There's four squares. You have to remove, three of the missile pieces in order to form three complete squares. Now, this is a really traditional puzzle, uh, but unfortunately for people like Nelson and Kyle and Nani and even Casey, who, you know, isn't necessarily terrible in puzzles, but also hasn't had a whole lot of like... She ain't great. Yeah. Uh, you know, so unfortunately for them, they obviously don't, you know, play puzzle games or study puzzles very often. So they had no idea what to do with this. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for not knowing what to do in this moment, because had you known what to do, 
we would have never got the amazing new Nelsonism that we now have. Can we just make one long square? I'm just going to say, <laughs> and I think I, I might have mentioned this previously, which was a Winston Churchill quote, right? Where at a certain point in everyone's life, you will be figuratively and literally tapped on the shoulder to achieve something that your skill set is great for. You know, it's your moment to shine. This was Nelson's moment to shine for all of us. And he gave us TV fucking gold. How about we make As a really always. Yeah, exactly. How about we make a really long square? You mean a fucking rectangle? Rectangle. <laughs> can't what about... we make can't we make three wait, triangles? Wait. Well, about if we put a triangle on the outside? <laughs> Casey's geometry class just <laughs> this is a rectangle. This is a triangle. This is a square. Good lord, Nelson. I'm Nelson, I am I am a fan, but damn, man, you make it tough sometimes, bro. And you know what? And and uh, one of our uh, one of our awesome team members. This is that was like her favorite part. So I just want to shout this part out for her. Nelson says the part about the one long square, and Nani turns to him and she says, "Keep thinking, Nelson." <laughs> I absolutely lost it. Oh my god! Like, and she paused for a second too. She was like. Yep, keep thinking. <laughs> so I you're think, almost there. Yeah, you almost. Come on, come on, think it through. A for effort. <laughs> a, you know what? It honestly kind of remind me of like the conversations we have with our like you know our elementary school children when we're asking them about how their day was. We're like, tell us three things about your day, and they just sit there and we're like, okay, so you got to school, and then what did you do? <laughs> and then okay, so after that, what next? You know, like having to walk get- them through it. The answer I get is schoolwork. What what kind of schoolwork? Schoolwork. Can you tell me about uh, it? I don't remember. There was really long squares. Yeah, long squares and triangles to make so, three squares. Getting back to it without like diving too deep off into the end. Real quick, real quick though, I just want to shout out. Look, I I I make I make jokes and you know, we all make jokes and stuff like that, but Nelson is actually is a really intelligent man um and he's very hurt by this final. Um, he got live yesterday on IG. I'm sorry, yesterday, meaning Friday, because we're recording Saturday. But back anyway, to the future. Back to the future. Um, it, it, it's it's really sat hard on him. So I just want to say, you know what, man, like if you ever hear this, like we make jokes and we have fun, but all respect to you. I know that you're a really intelligent man. I know you have a college degree and all of that stuff. And uh you know, we just appreciate these silly little moments, but at the end of the day, um, you know, you're, you're awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, look, go ahead, Josh. I'm sorry. He, he's got it tough right now. Cause he's seen everybody talking about the last time he won a daily. And then, you know, he's seen all the Nelsonisms and, you know, with, with this final and, and you know, we know what happens, but it's, he's seeing it and he, I understand fully what that Instagram was about in the in the yeah. post too you know yeah. what a champion is dude that yeah. I, I felt that yeah so shout shouts to nelson dude because he honestly is a really good dude he's super genuine he is very smart um, very you loyal know, just very loyal he's like probably one of the best kind of friends that you could ever hope to have um you know it's just he just has those little moments where it's like 
it's almost like his brain is kind of rushing through things and he's not really thinking fully. And, you know, we get these funny little moments, but should he ever hear one of our jokes? I just want him to know that we don't make these out of, you know, malice or hatred or anything. We just, you know, we enjoy making little jokes, but at the end of the day, we're all really huge fans. So. Exactly. So with them bumbling up over that and not being able to figure it out, purple team is given a chance to catch up. Yes. So purple team rolls up, right. And they are all still standing around trying to figure, trying to figure stuff out. Nelson's still yelling out random ass shit and nobody just, nobody knows what to do. Nobody else is really trying though. So shouts to him again for that, but purple team rolls up and uh, yeah, it takes about mm, five seconds for CT to look at this and be like, Oh yeah, just move these two over here, move that one right there. And we're done. (laughs) Just, but he's seen again, you know, this is a really common puzzle. Um, you know, and CT, I think CT has actually done one of these puzzles in the challenge previously. So, you know, it's just kind of like, but they had such a great lead. They had such a big opportunity, orange team that is, to, you know, to content, to build on that lead and get to the next checkpoint. But it just, they just couldn't pull it off. I mean, I think the really impressive part about it was, that CT was able to figure it out so quickly and they were able to get it done so quickly that they put it together and took it apart before orange team could even fucking figure out that they'd solved the problem. And they were already run up the hill by the time they tried to go look and it was too late, you know, so that huge lead that orange team had going into this checkpoint just is completely fucking gone. And now it's turned into a deficit with every second as Purple team is basically running off uh, to the next checkpoint. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I think it's Casey who actually ends up uh, finding the solution to this puzzle. Yeah. Um, and, and being like, here, let's try this. And then, oh, shit, it just kind of fell together and worked for him kind of a thing. Orange team gets it figured out and they have another run. And Orange team once again closes the gap because they're getting up to the checkpoint as purple starting to push the ball because Nelson gets so fucking hyped when he gets there that they don't really formulate a plan on how to push this giant fucking metal ball. Yeah. And he just goes up there and shoves it, not realizing that they're on a hill and it just takes off down this hill and goes off the side of the path, like into this little like rock gully area with trees. And then you see all four of the orange team just, absolutely fucking struggling to lift this giant metal ball yeah. that you could fit the whole team inside of literally one well, i mean and yeah. again this this kind of goes back to experience you know because the first thing as soon as they ran up on that that giant hamster ball uh the first thing ct says is he's like get on the side of it do not let it roll off the path yep immediately and but that was not even a thought or anything in the, in anyone on the orange team's mind you know what i mean and so immediately nelson's just like yeah i'm going to i'm going to beast this out but there was no again it was one of those moments where he just acted and didn't stop to think and didn't really assess the situation it goes back to again to strategy which you know nelson very often does not use <laughs> and you know it it really hurt their team Watching it, I mean, did you see what they had to push up and over rocks and? Oh, it was a good like they had to lift that thing good like three and a half, four feet, and that thing's got to weigh an easy four hundred pounds. 
that workout alone would have killed me. Just think that they still have to run the rest of the final. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing that kills me is like with the orange team is, you know, it's like that classic uh, cliche that you hear in like football games, like don't beat yourself. Right. Don't, don't lose a game because you made mistakes. And that's exactly what the orange team did, because let's be honest, there were quite a few opportunities for them to run away with this portion of the final. Yeah. And they just, they screwed the pooch every fucking time they could, you know, unless it was a flat out run, they just, they didn't have the answer. So uh, with, with the orange team trying to play Atlas and lift this giant fucking ball over their head to get it back on the path, uh, <laughs> purple gets so far out in the lead. They, they make it to the end of this checkpoint uh, where TJ's there waiting for them and they proceed to spend, looks like probably a good, 15 20 minutes waiting yeah. for orange team to finish because and the only way i'm saying that is because when ct and devin pull up to the checkpoint they're fucking covered in sweat and then by time orange rolls up they're looking like they're kind of cooling off quite a bit so i'm get, guessing 15 minutes or so went by oh uh, yeah at this point tj says hey look this is the final checkpoint for today uh you know we're gonna go ahead and you know basically break for the night you guys are going to be sleeping in this lovely cave right behind you oh my god go get comfortable yeah good luck guys i mean like and that's the thing is like i know a lot of people are saying oh this is fucking weak this is a shit final blah 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 they gave them beds they gave them beds like they might have gave them like a something to rest their head on and a fucking blanket, but those ah. fuckers were sleeping on rocks. Yeah, I'm sorry, but have you ever actually laid your head on one of those little like blow up airplane pillows? Like, no, okay, that shit is not comfortable. I don't care who you are or what you think you're talking about. That shit was not fucking comfortable. Well, just not even that. Fuck the pillow. Have you ever laid on a rock? Yeah, I have, and it's not comfortable. And you know what? Like, why was there not this much? outrage or why why are people not this mad about the house that they stayed in on what was that total madness or even the one they stayed in on final reckoning where Kara and marie just sat out there drinking wine (laughs) are you but you guys are mad that like and i saw i literally i literally saw somebody throwing a fit in one of the groups that they didn't have to sleep anywhere cold they're in Croatia in the they middle cannot, of fucking a, summer. They, they can't control the fucking weather. Like, oh my! In, in a cave, God. I don't, I don't care where the cave is. A cave gets cold. Yeah, it well, does. Just the simple fact of you know the animals that tend to live in caves aren't the most sanitary of animals that you're right. living right next to. Yeah. And, and when they wake up the next morning, Nani, I think it was Nani that made the, made the comment of, I don't even know what was crawling all over me last night, but I don't yeah. care. It's probably Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. I know Just Kyle's in a happy relationship. <laughs> but yeah, no. So uh, to be honest, yeah, there was a lot less going on in the overnight portion than there was like in last year's finale. Uh, with right. that being said, um, you know, they get through the night, they come back down, TJ's waiting for him. And he says to the teams, look, I told you guys yesterday, you didn't want to finish in last. Yep. And orange, you finished in last. So what that means is we're going to do an elimination right now. Nelson and Kyle, you guys are going against each other. Nani and Casey, you guys will be facing off against each other. 
And the competition they're going to be doing is the same one that we saw earlier this year with none other than Josh's favorite competitor, <laughs> Corey Lay, uh, called Back Up <laughs> Off Me. It's also the one made famous by CT uh, carrying bananas, the infamous bananas backpack. A little, uh, little different. A little bit different. This but... one actually, you know what, to be honest, this one actually reminds me, it doesn't remind me so much oh, of the backpack. The it Hunter. reminds me of the Nelson Hunter yeah. one from, what was that? Uh, Ven- Dirty Vendetta? 30. Dirty 30. Yeah. From Dirty 30, where they had to, it, it was literally this, you were, you were strapped to each other's back, uh, sitting on your, on your butts with your legs straight out. And then you each had a colored side of the, you know, of the ramp. And you had to do whatever you could to pull your opponent down off of your colored ramp twice or whatever. I think it was twice. Two out of three times. Two out of three. Yeah. Uh, And so this actually reminds me a lot more of that, except for, you know, obviously when Corey did it, it was just a one round kind of thing. Um, But this one, they actually do Mm -hmm. the, is it, was it not? It was, it was two out of three. If you listen to Corey, he answered the question. He said, literally, it it only showed one round. Okay. So that's three rounds. Okay, so that's 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 where that must be where I'm getting confused because they only show us one round yeah, in the show. Right. Okay. Okay. So first up is Kyle versus Nelson, and I'm looking at this. I'm I I couldn't pick it. You know, I I want to lead towards Nelson just because of his physical abilities and his endurance, uh, but then you start thinking about it, and you you're thinking, well, shit, Kyle's about six two six three. He's probably pushing about two twenty two twenty five, and you know, he's built, you know, he's not some well, scrawny he kn- guy. Yeah, he knows how to use his body, you know. Say that again. Yeah. He knows how to use his body. Use his body. <laughs> Move your body. Hey. As, as much as I love Nelson, especially in the eliminations, this was just not one built for him. No, no. It, it, you know what? It would have probably been a lot more, um, more for him if he was going to get someone around his height. You know what I mean? That height yeah. difference, it just killed him. You it know, does. it really did. Yeah. And all I want to say is, you know how fucking happy Devin was that they didn't finish in second? Because otherwise, that motherfucker would have been called the Devin backpack. Yeah, it, yeah, it wouldn't even have been close. No. But with that being said, uh, the first round starts, and it's a fucking battle between Kyle and Nelson. And they're going at it. You can tell. I mean, Nelson's fighting for everything you know you you see him clawing at the fucking floor and pushing and struggling and you see the same with Kyle and you see that little bit extra because he's thinking about his soon-to-be-born son and his his girl back home and you see the fire the passion him pulling and it's honestly it's I've never seen Kyle put more of himself into an elimination than in this one yeah you know, and uh, with that being said, he finally inches Nelson over the ledge and goes up one point. Yep. And, you know, in, in eliminations like this, once you go up one zero, it's it's really hard for the other guy to come back, you know, win two in a row. And uh, they get lined back up and they start going. And once again, just no quit in either of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I actually want to hop in real quick. Because I know that you're about to say that Kyle takes Nelson on this second round and and wins, which we are all already know that that Kyle ends up eliminating Nelson in this. However, again, I watched Nelson's IG live on Friday, and he gave us a little bit of behind the scenes that we did not see on the show. So what was that? Apparently, 
this did go three rounds and Nelson took the second round. He won the, the second round. The reason that they did not credit him with this is because apparently part of the rules were that you are not allowed to lift your knees, like your legs up off the ground, like lift your knee up off the ground. And Nelson had done that, like to get up onto his knees to roll over or whatever. And he had done that. So they DQ'd him for that round, set him back Uh. up for the third round is what we actually see as the second and so on and so forth. But yeah, so this actually went three rounds. Damn. Yeah, dude. I was just like, and he, he just, it it was, again, it was just so sad to see him sit on that live and and talk about this because he was so hurt. You could tell that he was proud of himself for winning that second round. And then, you know, it, it didn't even count and it didn't even get shown. And so, you know, he's just, he was really torn up about this and, and I, I feel for the guy. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes that next moment even more, you know, taken to the heart. Oh, absolutely. So yeah getting to what Josh is talking about is so they line up for the third and final one. Kyle ends up getting them off the edge and, and wins and Nelson just lays there in defeat and you can see it wash over him and uh, they get them unhooked and Nelson's kind of sitting on like, looks like he's sitting on like a little bit of a boulder and you can to- just tell he's, he's fucking tore up over the situation, you know, to put, you know, six weeks of your life into this, n- not, not even counting the months and years of training in the gym and everything else to get ready for moments just, like this. And just how how much like ass he was kicking in this final. Yeah. The only issue he had ever had was the swimming and then obviously the puzzle thing. But mm-hmm. like as far as running and, and you know, like oh, just yeah. So and TJ uh being a hell of a competitor, a hell of an athlete knowing what hell of a man hell of a man knowing what it's like to uh to fall and have to get back up when you think you can't uh goes over there and starts talking to nelson and you know letting him know like yeah dude it hurts right now and it sucks and it it it's gonna kill you on the inside but tomorrow it's gonna be a little bit less and the next day it's gonna be a little bit less and one day you're gonna wake up and it's not gonna be there and you're gonna forget and you're gonna get back up and you're gonna keep going you know, basically gives him like the ultimate coach slash dad pep talk. And it's one of those moments, like if I was Nelson in that situation, I probably would have fucking cried and called TJ Pops. I, I cried and I was just watching it. And I like, and I'm not saying like I bawled or whatever, but like I teared up watching, watching that moment between yeah. TJ and Nelson, because again, and I know I've said this a bunch, but you could just tell how just absolutely defeated and heartbroken Nelson was in that moment and and for TJ to you know forget about the other competitors forget about Kyle's win forget about the cameras and forget about the show forget about the show and just get down one-on-one with Nelson as you know just one man to another man it it just it was it's touching it's touching and it says a lot about who TJ really is as a as a person as a human being in this world. Absolutely. I mean, in my opinion, you know, there were some really wonderful highlights this year. You know, you know the Tory Burch crossbody, the uh, Amanda Satchel, you know, <laughs> all the different eliminations. You know, there were some funny parts in this year, but nothing, nothing comes close to this moment. Like this, honestly, might be one of my most favorite challenge moments of all time. Yeah. To be honest. It's definitely up there for me now. Are we counting all-stars as well? 
uh, we can count all stars. It's up there with the Ayana. It's up there with the Ayana and yeah. Leah thing. Yeah. Um, you know. It's up there. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is like it's it's one of those moments that transcends competition and the actual show. You know, it's 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 a moment of vulnerability and just showing two people being there for each other. Yeah. You know, it, and it's 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 a really it's a really powerful moment. It's like it's like breaking that barrier, you know, between mm-hmm. reality and TV and kind of, you know, meeting there in the middle. And it was just it was it was really amazing to see that. And yeah. I'm really glad that the production team decided to show us that because they didn't right, have too. to show us that, you know, they didn't have to give us that clip. They could have left that something private between TJ and Nelson and the people who were there. But I'm, I'm really glad that they decided to include that. So anyway, uh, so we move on from Nelson and the just, you know, tearjerker moment that TJ and Nelson give us onto another tearjerker moment. And I know half of the fan base is making jokes about this and half of the fan base is, you know, had some emotions about it. Um, but we... <laughs> We see Casey and Nani preparing to go into elimination against each other. And, you know, they're doing their, their pre-elimination interviews and, you know, they're both kind of in the same spot where they're like, I don't want to do this. I don't know what to do. Nani's like, you know, Casey has a better chance of winning this, this final. So like, I don't really have any reason to fight here. And Casey's like saying the same thing. She's like, you know, Nani's been here longer. She's been at this a hell of a lot longer than me. She's never had a win. She deserves it. Like, I don't even experience. She's more experienced. Like, I don't even want to take this win right now, you know? And even as they're like getting set up, sitting back to back and getting hooked up, you know, like Casey's like, they're talking to each other. Like, are you sure? Like, what do we do? You know? And it's just, it's, it was a really sad moment to me. So I'm going to kind of hop in on this one um, with two things. One, yeah, it was, I can understand where people are kind of making fun of it. I get it. But it was a touching moment nonetheless. I mean, for, you know, this person, these people to have to go against each other and they're one another's significant other, it's, it's the ultimate sacrifice, right? With that being said, I find it incredibly ironic that just last episode, we got to see the monologue of how hard Nani and Casey have worked to get to this final. And they really didn't work that hard. Like Nani didn't really do shit <laughs> all year. And neither did really Casey, except for winning a couple fine, uh, a couple days. And she was on the winning team majority of the season. Yeah, I but mean, so was Nani, but that don't mean she did shit. I understand that, but Casey put in more work than Nani, and that's I, evident in the dailies. Agreed. So I agreed, will, I will, I will. But let's not pretend like they're Emmy, who went into the elimination four times and actually earned her way into that final. No, 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 no. I'm definitely not saying that, but I'm just saying nobody on Emerald did that. So the point I'm trying to get to on this anyways, I I do agree. Yes. Casey definitely did put more effort into it and did have a earned the ability to say that she earned her way in than Nani has. With that being said, I found it ironic that this is how they're going to earn their way for that opportunity to win some money, which is you're going to have to beat your significant other. Yeah. And it was kind of poetic in my opinion. It was, it it was very poetic, but sad. Go ahead, I just Josh. don't understand why people were laughing at it. Um, I, I, I don't. It, it's not funny to me, but it's ironic. You know what I mean? 
no, I no, I, I I get that, but a lot of people like that post in in our group was like, was yes. I the only one laughing? Yes, you were. Yeah, you I, I couldn't really laugh at that. I'm sitting there watching them. You know, first round they're sitting there. All right, what do I do? They they're showing their confessionals and whatnot, and then they line back up for the second round, and you know, you can see it in Casey's face and her eyes that she really is fighting with herself, wanting to give it to Nani. Well, and, and she's she, like, she does. And she does. She gives the second round to Nani. And then when they line up for the third time, I'm just like, Audra sitting next to me. She's just like, how are they going to make me cry? These two <laughs> are making me cry right now. And I'm just like, I get yeah. it. I know what you're talking about. I'm not I crying. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I just, you know, it's not a laughing moment. I thought it was, I thought it was sweet. I thought it was, you know, it's just, it was a very touching moment. And to see them battle through their emotions to decide who was going to move on and yeah. I think they made the right choice as a couple I agree I I, I definitely agree uh I I, I think that you know because even even after she let Nani take that second round and then they move into the third round you hear Casey turn and whisper to her right before TJ blows blows the horn she says are you sure you don't want this like are you sure you don't want this win and yeah. Nani's like, no, dude, like go like this, you know? And so Casey takes the win, obviously with ease, you know, and I, I do, I agree. I think that that was the better decision for them as a couple, because I don't know if Nani would have been able to, you know, beat Tori or, or beat Emmy. Now like, with that being said, if it's the same outcome and Nani wins, she gets the pick, you know who she's picking. She's going to take CT. No, she's not. She's taking Kyle just like she did last year in Double Agents. I don't Stop think it. Da Very funny. Stop it. Uh, Come on. Uh, no, that's, that's uh, kind of good. That's kind of good. No, but you're right. Yeah. She's taking CT and, you know, without getting I don't know if we don't of, have the same outcome. I don't think we do. All right. In my I, opinion. I don't think we have the same outcome. No. So like Josh and Karina was saying, Casey gets the win. Um, so we say goodbye to Nani. And and Nelson. And Nelson. And then at this point, TJ goes, you know, just like we've done all season, when you win an elimination, you get the chance to pick a new partner. And the rest of this finals will be ran as partners. And so... People were so mad. Yeah. So mad about how dare they let the losers have you not watched all season? So here's my thing. I ag I agree with them, honestly. I, I don't I do, like this move. I don't like this move. I, but I, oh, here's, here's, here's my thing, though. It's not even that I don't like that they let the, the winners of the elimination choose. Like, that's uh, cool. I get that whole aspect and stuff. I don't like that Purple got no kind of reward for winning day one. There was no reward other than the fact that you didn't have to go into elimination, which I get, I get that, I get that. But why, like, I don't know. I just, I personally think if they had formulated this final a little bit different, it could have, it, it could have hit, it could have hit a little different. It could have been I mean? better. It could have been better if we did, yeah. you know, in individual completion times at the checkpoints, winner of the, you know, the winning team, which would have been purple, whoever the winner was on that team gets their choice of, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like purple should have been able to have some sort of say in this. 
that or like yeah i mean that's my thing is yeah i just didn't like to me it rewarded it rewarded not doing well instead of rewarding the people that did exactly what tj said not come in last right and if if you knew that okay something's gonna happen if you come in last they didn't have they could have taken their time they didn't have to push themselves and look what happened they still would have gotten that yeah and that's my thing is like yeah if ct would have known he got to pick his partner do you think he tries to finish first for purple or do you think he tries to take his be hand. the last team so that Ooh. he has the opportunity yeah and that's my thing is that it's it, it was almost in a way a reward for being in last place mm-hmm. that yeah you had to go into an elimination but if you come out of it you get to choose your destiny and you get to choose your partner for the rest of this final which is huge like that's huge that's that's just it's huge i can't stress it enough i i, I get it but you know they stayed with the theme they stayed with the theme all season so i can't really hate that they continued it but at the same time, I don't have to like it. It's messed up. It, it yeah. favors the losers. Exactly. I, I think the easy solution to this is before they did the, you know, the elimination, they should have done like almost like a quick daily puzzle, right? And whoever the first person to finish that daily puzzle got to pick their partner first, right? Out of whoever was Out left. Out of whoever was left, you know, so... You know, or you could pick who your partner was from your team. So like CT, let's say he finished, or let's, fuck it, not even CT. Let's say Devin finishes the puzzle first. And so he gets to pick his partner from the orange team. He picks Tori and then they have the elimination. And then at that point, Casey gets to pick whoever's remaining, whether it's Kyle or CT. Right. You know what I mean? And that way there's still a reward that's happening on both sides. But I mean, look, it... It's 2020 hindsight, right? Yeah, this is us as fans yeah. sitting on our couch eating literally, not even joking, eating chips salsa and candy. Verde. Salsa verde chips. <laughs> salsa you, verde chips. If you don't do Tostino salsa verde, give them a try. They are, they're going to change your life. Yeah, they're fucking delicious. Especially while you're judging a bunch of athletes and competitors in something that you would never even think about doing. So, so shout wonderful out, stuff. Yeah, shout out to Tostinos. Um, if you guys want to support the podcast, we will gladly plug your salsa verde <laughs> chips at any fucking time. <laughs> um, you know, but yeah, I I just think that there could have been little changes made um to the final just to I don't know. But again, you know, and and we kind of talked about this earlier is the challenge isn't fair. It's never been fair and it's not made to be fair. So, you know, I, I see both sides of this. I would have liked for it to be a, approached in a different way personally, but I do see both sides to this. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, so Casey gets to choose her partner first um, since she was the, or, well, I guess TJ just did ladies first because technically Kyle uh, won his elimination well, first. No, but- they, so TJ first says, do you guys want to remain as partners? That's right. Or that's would you right. like to switch? And then they both agreed that they would like to switch. And then at that point, yeah, I think and he actually, just did ladies first. And actually, or did Kyle pick first? I don't even know. No, he did not pick first. Okay. So, yeah. So, because Kyle would have fucking picked CT. No, you had yeah, to do male, female. Kyle would have picked CT. He still would have said CT. 
he then, would have said, my grandfather said, even though CT's a man, I'll be a woman. He's my partner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my grandfather told me that if CT is ever available as a male partner, that I should be a woman and be partners with. CT. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, but no, okay. So Casey, Casey chooses her partner. She picks CT, obviously, you know, that's just <laughs> duh. Um, and then Kyle gets to choose. And I was a little, actually, you know what? No, I really wasn't shocked by this. Kyle takes Tori. You know, they've, they've had a great relationship. Tori's a freaking beast. She's capable of so many different things. She kicks ass in puzzles. She runs, she swims, she eats, she, you know, so that was a great choice for him. Emmy, I think would have been a good choice for him as well. Um, but I do get why he took Tori just purely for experience. Um, and so he takes Tori, which leaves Devin and Emmy as a team, which, you know what? I'm not fucking mad at that either. Like, well, they, they've, they, they've been partnered already this season. Yeah. They, and, and I, I like them as partners. I like them as friends. I think that they, they just give off a really good vibe, you know, together. So, yeah, agreed. I mean, look, I taking a look at these teams. I think you give the edge to CT and Casey just based off of CT's experience yeah. because, Throughout the first 75% of this final, Tori has been smoking every other woman in this final, including Casey. Yep. Kyle is, you know what, dude? Kyle is, I think, I've said this a bunch of times on here, but I think Kyle is the most underrated player on the challenge. I think he doesn't get the respect that's deserved. He, he doesn't, and it's because of the, uh, the snaky things that he does. And I think that's what stays in people's heads more than what he actually does. I, exactly. I, I mean, his his physical problem. Yeah. I can't say it. His yeah. his his physical abilities. I agree with that. And I, I also think that the whole like Kara thing looms over him. Obviously, Agreed. like you know, Kara has a lot of fans. Um, and a lot of the fan base knows that, you know, she chose to like take him with her to the final on vendettas. And so I, I think that that kind of hangs over his head too. And people, you know, see that and they see his snaky moves and stuff. And it, for some reason, diminishes his physical abilities, which is absolutely insane to me. Um, but I, I agree. I think he's definitely very underrated, especially in the fan base. So at this point, they've, uh, they've all picked their teams. TJ tells them to take off running for the next checkpoint. They, uh, they sprint off towards this next checkpoint and it's pretty back and forth. Looks like uh, CT's out in the lead uh, with Kyle pretty fucking close on him, if I remember correctly. And then I want to say Casey takes the early lead, but Tori ends up passing her up uh, yeah. to the to get into the final checkpoint. And when they finally arrive at the final checkpoint, TJ's already there. They see uh, three stands uh, with a keypad that they can enter in a combination on. And they're linked up to a safe that's in front of them. There's three safes, one for each team. TJ informs them that they need to run up this mountain. Uh, at the very top of this mountain is a code for the combination for the safe. They'll Get have that. to memorize it. They're yeah. going to have to memorize it, run back down the hill. First one to open up their safe and get the black diamond out is your winner so all three teams are there he tells them to take off and they bolt it's no longer a marathon and it is really now a sprint yeah and once again just like running to this checkpoint it really is ct and kyle neck and neck all the way up the fucking mountain 
Tori and Casey neck and neck all the way up in the mountain. Um, and then, you know, bringing up the rear is Emmy and then bringing up the far rear, unfortunately, is Devin. It, it's sad to say, I mean, in this situation, Devin was just the third best male out of two out of the two other really great males. Yeah. There's nothing else to say. I mean, he probably holds his own against 90% of the competition, but this is the cream of the crop this season. Well, and the thing is, is it's like, you know, obviously every final there's, there's running, there's a lot of running and stuff, but like this one just felt really heavy on running and not just running, but running uphill. Like it just felt super heavy on that. And this is only, this is is only, this is only Devin's second final that he's ever been to. You know what I mean? So it's like, he's almost a rookie in the final world of the challenge. You know what I mean? Cause he's only been to one other one. And that was fuck. That was rivals three. What was that? Like, like six years ago or something like, I, I don't know. So I, I think that that definitely played into him not performing as well as maybe he would have liked to. Yeah. And just to interject, um, there was a lot of running. It was uphill and, you know, just in case you forgot from when they mentioned it earlier, it was over loose terrain with rocks, just like last year, you know, where Casey got injured. So, yeah, <laughs> we, we hear about it again, um, her concerns going uphill. But, I mean, it's close all the way up that hill. Yeah. It's it, close neck to and those neck. top two teams. It really is. Yeah. Um, so they, they all get to the, they get to the top of the what, hill. Kyle's it's, there first, I think, isn't he? I think Kyle gets there first because CT pulls back just a little bit. Um, he, you know what? I, he learned his lesson way back on Battle of the X's. And I've never seen him make that same mistake again of just completely gassing himself out because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't know what's to come. So yeah. he pulls back a little bit. Um, you can see him slow down a little bit about halfway up that, up that hill. And Kyle gets up there first, but it's, CT's like 15 seconds behind yeah. him kind of a thing. And then, you know? then Tori gets there and then Casey. Yeah. And they're and trying then, to find a way up this thing. There's yeah. like no real way even up this, like this giant boulder that they have to climb up to where the flag is so that they can get the damn code. There's no like way up there. They have to climb up this fucking like scale the side of the rock. (laughs) And when they get up there, it's not just like some simple, you know, six digit code. It's 20 digits, 20, 20 digits. And zero. (laughs) Look, I'm going to be honest. I have a hard time remembering, you know, my pin on my ATM and that's only four digits. (laughs) fucking 20 jesus 20 digits but so you see them both teams kyle and tori and ct and casey kind of have the same idea which is look you take the first 10 i'll take the second 10 let's just keep saying them to ourselves over and over and over as we run down this hill yeah and kyle and tori take off and ct and casey take off pretty much damn near the same time i want to say maybe ct and casey a slight bit earlier yeah but not not anything tremendous and they're as they're running down the hill uh starting to run down the hill Devin and emmy are just getting there and starting to scale the mountain to get up to get to the code yeah um so really it's it's boiling down to a two-team race which we all knew it would and as they're going back and forth, it's once again, Kyle and CT just neck and neck. And then you see Kyle kind of pull it out and get a little bit ahead of CT. And you're thinking, shit, man, is Kyle going to do this? And then CT decides, you know, it's time to kick it into that extra gear. And he just 
gets ahead of Kyle, gets to the code first, and he's shouting at Casey, tell me your numbers, tell me your numbers so he can get in there. Obviously, I don't think Casey heard him. I, yeah, I'm thinking she didn't hear him or, or something. But probably not a good idea because if she starts shouting him out, Kyle's already there. He could start be, start entering the code too because it's the same code, obviously, for yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody's got the same code. Yeah. So uh, Tori shows up next and they get started entering the code and Casey's right there and they start entering. Tori and Kyle entered the 20-digit code and are incorrect. They flubbed it. Ugh. CT and Casey enter the 20-digit code and fuck it up and they get the re- rejection and then tori and kyle do it again and get rejected yep. and then on the second time ct and casey slow it down put in the code and they hear the do 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 and their safe opens and when their safe opens they see the black diamond and as they hear they start walking up so about 10 seconds from them entering hitting enter and starting to walk up you hear the other code go off of Tori and Kyle entering the correct code. So they literally lost by 10 seconds, which is from what we can remember, the closest anybody's ever finished to first place. So it was in challenge history and guys, anybody listening to this, if you can think of a challenge final where first and second place have been closer than this, please reach out to us. Please message us Facebook, Posted in the groups, comment on our IG, something like let us know because I have been racking my brain for the last like three days trying to think of it. And I really, I can't. I think this is the closest final finish that we have ever seen in challenge history. 10 seconds, 10 seconds from first to second place. Like we've had some close ones, right? Like we had the Polly and Natalie were only like, what was it like a minute and a half or something like that behind like Ashley and Hunter. We had Nelson who was only two minutes and 22 seconds behind CT in invasion. We had, you know, Nani who was only like, I think it was like nine minutes or something like that behind Laurel and free agents. Um, You know, so we've had some really close finals finishes, but I'm pretty sure this is the closest one that's ever happened in history. So that's fucking wild and shouts to Tori and Kyle for kicking ass on that, on that last portion there. Yeah. No shame coming into second place to the goat. But look at who comes in third place and what does he do? Devin just sits there by himself and puts every single number in there. First try opens first Super time impressive. did all 20 Super. fucking digits by himself yeah, yeah. tj I mean, was impressed and dude, even, everybody even was impressed it. you know ct and kyle were impressed too. yeah so you know nonetheless ct casey open up the safe they're the winners of season 37 spies slides and allies they are your top agents uh and this is the uh second big brother female winner in a row for the challenge and the last time we had karina was telling me this the last time we had a real world or road rules winner on the flagship show was for final reckoning for 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 women females yeah for For females only i just want to make that clear because i already know you you listener y'all y'all out there are going to be sending me messages we're talking about for females only (laughs) okay so this is CT's second win back to back and his fifth total win, pulling him in within two of Johnny Bananas for most wins in challenge history. He also now 
is the leader for the most money won. Yeah, on by the show. about two hundred thousand yeah. dollars too. Interesting situation, and obviously where they get the title for the show is the winners are awarded with one million dollars split, five hundred thousand dollars apiece. They are given the decision though if they want to share any of that money with second and third place. Now, not only if I'm sorry, I just want to point this out because this blew my fucking mind. Not only just do you want to share, how much do you, they got to choose the amount that they wanted to share or not share. Like, a, that's wild. I'm going to be honest. I would have probably done 50 a piece too. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm sorry. Not, not 50,000, $50. <laughs> like here's, here's, a, here's a, here's a little, little grant for you. Enjoy that. I, I, if I'm CT, I'm sitting here and I'm looking back on it and I'm like, all right, you know, Devin, Devin was there with me all season long. Tori was with me. We were all in the same thing. You know, Emmy, you know, big supporter there. You know, Casey, one with, she's got her own money. Kyle, that fucking snake came to my face, challenged me, questioned our friendship, all this stuff. Do I give him any money? Well, yeah, he's going to be a new dad. Right. Uh, yeah. And I think that that, you know, obviously there's that that respect probably on CT's end, too, because it's like, you know, it's like dad code. I would assume I know there's mom code. I know there's guy code. I know there's right. there's girl code. So I assume y'all got dad code, too. And I could definitely see CT looking at it that way. But it does make me wonder, could they have like chosen like, oh, yeah, we want to give Tori Devin and Emmy 50k each but Kyle gets nothing like could they have specified something like that or was it just teams like that you either give the team money or you don't you know what I mean like that makes me curious look I know a lot of people are complaining because they're cynical and they want to see CT and Casey take all the money because it's it's a fucked move and it's going to get a lot more conversation and I'm sure the producers probably wanted to see it too but you know what CT and Casey didn't want to see a fucking seven year curse of not making the finals because everybody who's done that. Facts. When's the last time Ashley won guys? It's still going. <laughs> How long did it take bananas to win after he stole Sarah's money? Well, shit, he didn't even make a final. At least Ashley's made yeah, a she final, has. but yeah, Bananas didn't even make a final for what six seasons? Seven, seven seasons. Yeah, was his? Well, he he won on the seventh. Yeah, yeah. So wild, absolutely wild. No, I'm I'm glad that they shared the money. I think that it was a really classy move, especially like I think it would have been different if the season had been formatted different or if there had been different players in the final. But like you said, like all the people that were in the final worked together at some point or another through the season. So like Casey said, you know, they all kind of helped each other get there. They all did the season together. You know, shoot, Tori, Casey, Devin, they were all on a team at one point. CT and Emmy were on a team together at one point. Kyle, CT and Emmy were all, you know, so it's like they, I I definitely get why they split the money. And I, I honestly, I couldn't imagine CT not splitting the money. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it just, it would be so out of character. And same with Casey. I just, it would be out of character for her too. Yeah, I couldn't imagine Casey not doing it. I I think CT also looked at it like this. This is another reason why I'm better than Bananas. Yep. Agreed. I Look, (laughs) CT plays very humble about his accomplishments, right? Like he's like, oh yeah, you know, 
of my fifth. Oh, wow. You know, <laughs> <Hair> but, <clip. laughs> but he knows, like he knew he had hit his 55th daily win. He knew the number. He knows what his elimination numbers are. He knows all those. He knows that Banana's got two more finals wins, but he knows that he's a better person because he didn't take the money and run. Yep. And right. it's that it's that differentiating factor that CT has, you know, and I think this, you know, obviously this is the end of the episode. Nothing else really happens. Look forward to the recap or the, the fin- was Reun- Reu- the reunion. Yeah. Looking uh, forward to the that's reunion. That's actually going to be coming out tomorrow. And this year, guys, we have the reunion all in one show it's not a two-part reunion we don't have to do this shit for two weeks we get the reunion all at once yes i'm so excited for it and there's supposed to be some tea being spilt and i'm excited about that fuck yes but you know so with that being said there's no preview for next week for us to really talk about it's just going to be a recap of the season as a whole with all the tea the shit we didn't see Obviously, a lot of drama, I'm assuming, from what we've seen in the previews. But before we wrap this up, I want to uh, enter or end the show with this kind of general question. Has CT done enough now to be officially considered the GOAT? With five chan- five finals wins to Banana 7, has he done Four enough? of them have been in the last 10 seasons, within the last 10 seasons. Not only that, CT's won three out of the last four. Yeah. He's won (laughs) Spies, Lies, and Allies, Double Agents, Lost Total Madness, won War of the Worlds 2. So he's won three out of the last four. Yeah. I mean, that's a super impressive streak. The closest we've ever seen to that in recent memory is Bananas doing it in what... He did rivals. I'm sorry. He did. He did. He won. He won two seasons back to back. He did uh, Battle of the X's and then Rivals, and those were his. You know, two 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 back to back appearances that he that he won. But as far as like and going, then he on, did free agents right out. No, it was X's Rivals. Uh, rivals X's Rivals two. He lost to. Yes. And then he came back after Rivals two and won free, free agents. agents. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the closest other than what Darrell winning four straight, right? Which we'll probably never see again. No. But I think, look, if you had Bananas as one and CT as two, I think it's a serious conversation to have Bananas as one A and CT as one B or vice versa. I mean, it's it's splitting hairs at this point. I mean, y- y'all know where I said I've always yeah. had CT at number one. I think that CT his- could have won one final. You'd have met number one. <laughs> No, to, when, I, no, I just, I just, I'm just more impressed with CT's wins than I am with Johnny Bananas, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and, and, and tear apart every one of his wins. I don't want to take anything from Bananas. I just personally, I find CT's wins, his partner wins and his individual wins way more impressive than I find wins like Johnny Bananas Island win or Johnny Bananas Ruins win. Like there's just, I just, I find CT's overall career way more impressive than Johnny Bananas. And, and, and that's just a personal thing, in my opinion. Well, I mean, when you talk about goats, you talking the debate right now is like LeBron and, and, and MJ. MJ went to six. He went to three. He was out for two years, and then he went to three again. And, yeah, he's won six out of eight years. But LeBron's been to more finals. 
Oh, I'm sorry. What was Russell? Russell won like what? 12? Yeah. 11. So I'm like 11 or 12. So why is he not in the discussion? So that right there tells me that it doesn't matter exactly how many that you win. It's how you win them. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, here's yeah. my theme is it's like a formula, right? And, you know, each thing has a certain value in this formula, like to me, and each person's different. Like, you know, there's feats play a certain role and the feats that CT has done, like carrying bananas across a ring, knocking bananas and Tyler into a different dimension and rivals one, absolutely destroying Brad in the duel and losing on a technicality. You know, um, things like this are, are things that we've never seen bananas do. Um, like, just, like, do people remember how many life shields that man got on Inferno? Like, yeah. let's just, it was literally, like, every male's life shield, except for, like, one that Landon got. And like- with, <laughs> with, that, with that being said, though, you know, bananas political game, don't get me wrong, CT's no slouch in this manner. But Banana's political game, not being able to rely on people being intimidated by you, is A1. I mean, I don't think there is a better political game in the challenge. And as then, much as Wes wants to say he he is a better political he's not. Bananas. No. Bananas is you know. the, he is yeah. the, the gold standard yeah. for political game Absolutely. Play. I will absolutely give him political you know, play. And then, then you go to finals, right? Final wins. And Bananas has the edge by two. You go by most daily wins. I think Bananas has the edge. So it gets to that weird situation where it's, you know, which one do you value more? And that's why I could, I don't think anybody's wrong to say Bananas is a go. And I don't think anybody's wrong to say CT's a go. It's just your personal preference at this point. Um, With that being said, I think with this win, CT has pretty much guaranteed that Bananas will be back in the next season or two. Because there's no fucking way he's going to let CT keep going and try and, and not try to, you know, up his win total. So so what happens if he comes back and he can't win? He went seven years without winning until he got another one. I'm just saying. I mean, he, he can't do seven seasons now without winning one. But here's my thing is I don't think CT comes back next season. I he think ar- he, he already said he's going to take a couple of se- a season or two off. He already said that in that article. Yeah, he also said the same thing after Total Madness, too. Uh, no, I no, he didn't. I, I he said he was going to come back. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's he going to take a break. Yeah. He's wanting he, to spend time with CJ. Yeah, and that's exactly what he said. Is he was like, you know, yeah. CJ's CJ's getting older, and I want to spend some time with my family. And he said he's not going anywhere. Like this isn't the last time we'll see yeah. him on the challenge. He, but the challenge is his home. Yeah, he wants to expand his horizons and his, you know, his uh, experiences, and spend some time with his with his son and his wife and dude i'm all for that so i have a question for you guys then let's say ct doesn't come back next season based on what he said and let's take that as 100 percent factual he's not coming back for 38 if bananas was in 37 in ct's place so put bananas in ct's place ct's not on this in 37 do you think bananas wins spies lies and allies who, no, who's no because him? no, because they would have they would have sent bananas to elimination super fucking early. Like that's they had the a thing. Alliance. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> they're that's my thing. We watched it's bananas. Break that. It, bananas. It's bananas, and we bananas, watched dude. we watched Fessy break it. Like no matter what people want to say that oh this vet alliance was so impressive, it lasted the whole season. No, it didn't. Yeah, we but watched it did you not. break it. Okay, we watched you guys. We can see I, you. I get that, but I think you guys are selling bananas short. 
like he went through all the total madness and didn't get thrown in. He but volunteered he his, to go in but against ha- Wes. But how many of his, how many people did he have there? Kyle. No, he had a bunch of people there. He would have had how? a bunch of people. How? Who? Who did he Who? have? volunteered himself in or Wes volunteered himself in? No. Uh, Bananas, Bananas volunteered. He, he Bananas the was daily. a lot. Yeah, it was a trivia. He quit the daily. Wes Remember, he won told it. TJ, your mom. Oh, right. Yes, he got. Yes. Yeah. But then Wes, and then threw, Wes himself threw himself in, himself in against Bananas. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. here's my thing. It's like. You're telling me Bananas wouldn't have been able to align with Ashley Mitchell in there. He wouldn't have been able to align with. Because they were at each other from episode one. Don't you remember? She tried to get everybody to vote against him. And what happened? The house house flipped against her. Yeah, exactly. But I think she learns from that. And I think they're on again, off again. They have seasons where they work together. They have seasons where they don't work together. No, I was just going back to the that Bananas had the house that season. He, I don't think that he would have had the house this season. Yeah, I don't think there's like the same, looking at the house, looking at the I think cast, they go in with the same. I think they go in with the same wanting to have a vet alliance, but I don't think it lasts as long. Okay, let's say it at least a lot. It, it lasts till Fessy goes home, right? Like you're going to tell me that it's going to beat bananas out of all the guys left. You think Devin's going to beat him again? I, I look, I, I love Corey, Devin, Corey, Nelson, Nelson, Kyle, Nelson, Emmanuel, Logan. I'll take bananas over all those guys on paper and in an elimination. Really? Nope. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's a puzzle. Devin beats him again. It's a puzzle against Corey Nelson and Manuel. I'll take bananas. It's physical I'll against take Manuel. Devin. You, dude, you're taking Manuel a man. Almost beat Devin. He almost beat him, but guess puzzle? what? He's yes. 0 and 1. He's 0 and 1 in puzzles all time. Bananas has beaten CT. Bananas has beaten a bunch of people. I think you guys are selling them short. Like, we're talking about a seven-time champ with the most daily wins of all time and is no fucking slouch. I mean, there's a reason a he's seven got seven wins. champ who admitted to cheating. Yeah, and his Dang. elimination record, like, he loses more than he wins. Like, he's just... I, he was the first one I, to But you can't really take a... a if we're going to take elimination record, I mean, CT's barely over 500, too. No, I get that, but you know, not so there's no differentiation saying, there. I, but what, but the differentiating here for me is the fact that CT has that that fear card to play. Bananas doesn't have that. Nobody's fucking scared to go against bananas and shit. We watched him in balls in against Darrell. You're telling me that 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 Logan, Kells, any of the any of the big guys. All those guys season. are already gone. He's we're yeah, seeing the better line. Point where Fessy. We're Fessy. Yeah. Logan ain't gone. Okay, but Logan... Look, like, you're telling me Kyle couldn't have beat Bananas in the thing that he beat Josh? Seriously? No, no look, I don't think so. No, I, I think I think Bananas' I experience and knowing how to jump at the right fucking time... Look, Bananas might be a lot of things, but an idiot is not one of those fucking things. I still take Kyle. I don't think Bananas beats Kyle at that. Bananas no. is a lot shorter as well. Yeah. Maybe. It's... Maybe. I mean, look, all we can do is ifs and what ifs and all that. In my personal opinion, look, like nobody thought that Bananas was going to beat fucking Rogan in that elimination in Total Madness. And he did. The jumping one? He's losing. He beat a guy that's 10 years younger than him and is in much better shape. So I'm just saying, like, what do you mean? So <laughs> that's like, that, that, no, that's bullshit. That's like completely dismissing he beat a stripper with popcorn muscles. I'm just saying, I just, I... Kyle beat Josh. 
Yeah, he did. Okay. Josh, you're going to take Josh over Rogan? And Josh was on his ass. Hey, when did we first see Rogan? He could even make it up the Rock of Gibraltar. <laughs> how many how many finals wins does he have compared to Josh? One. How many? One. How many finals? I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. Is how like he you guys get are... that win? How did so he you're get telling that me win? that Kyle barely beat Josh. He... Barely beat Josh, but he would smoke bananas. Nobody said he would smoke him. I said he would beat bananas. So you're telling me that you think bananas is at least the same as Josh in that elimination. He wouldn't be better than Josh, is what you're telling his me. His height comes into his height would come into play. Jumping at the right time, he'd have to hit it every single time. Stamina and endurance comes into play. I think he's leveled with with Kyle, but Kyle's much taller. And Kyle missed it too. And Kyle missed with it like that five times. And being taller and missing it, bananas is going to have a harder time. He's going to spend more energy, spend more energy quicker, and he's going to get tired faster than Kyle does in that. But round. bananas and endurance is far superior to Kyle and Josh's, far superior, and he's proved that multiple times by winning files, finals against Kyle. I mean, like, so that's my thing. Is like. Yeah, bananas look, lost to Jenny. If it's a pole wrestle, Kyle beats him every fucking time. There's not a chance in hell that bananas wins. But you're telling me in an elimination where Kyle barely beat Josh, barely beat Josh. You act like Josh fucking sucked ass in that fucking elimination, though. He kicked ass in it, and you said it. Those were your words on recap that I have recorded. Yes, he that kicked Josh ass. Josh fucking went in and to, beasted out. He kicked ass so, compared to so, what Josh has done every other fucking time, which is shit the bed. So forget yes, about he did it being amazing. Josh. Forget about it being Josh. Okay. That just being a blank fucking human being, whoever it was, they fucking kicked ass in that elimination. But you're making it sound like. Like they sucked and Kyle barely beat but them. But you're trying to tell me that the seven-time champ sucks and wouldn't be able to beat him in an I didn't say he sucks. I said that I think Kyle beats bananas. I never said he sucked. I never said that he would smoke him. I said I take Kyle in that elimination. I would take Kyle over bananas in almost fucking anything. Like literally. Except a final. I I don't know at this at this rate maybe I would take Kyle too it just depends on what it is you know what I mean would I would I take bananas in like yes he beat Kyle in the snow he beat he beat Fessy in the snow he smoked them in the snow smoked them he didn't smoke Jenny no fuck CT couldn't smoke Jenny let's be honest about that I just, this is just, this is just not something that we're going to see eye to eye on. I am just, and you know, this you've, you've known this since the fucking minute we met and I started fucking getting you into back into the challenge. I'm just not, I, I, I'm not as impressed with bananas as all the other fans are. And I just, I never have been. I just, I, he, so, he doesn't impress me. Well, I, I mean, it's just it, it kind of it kind of throws me off because we're having this conversation as the goat conversation mm-hmm. and the one person that is the two people but that again, consistently brought up in the goat conversation but again, are bananas and CT. But again, back to what you said, maybe 20 minutes ago, Kyle is severely fucking underrated in this game. And when he is put under pressure and he is put in a situation where he, he is forced into a, a fight or flight. That motherfucker fights. And I just, I think that it would be a hell of a lot closer than what you're giving Kyle credit for. And I, I stand by that 100%. I, 
And I personally would take Kyle. I don't think it wouldn't be close, but I'll take bananas all every day of the week, cool. unless it's in a pole <laughs> wrestle. That's the only time I'm taking Kyle in this situation. I mean, it, look, if Kyle goes out there and he smokes Nelson in that elimination, if he smokes any of the other guys, he smokes a Manuel or he barely beats a Manuel or any of these other guys, then yes, I'm saying, okay, you know what? Maybe bananas doesn't stand a chance, but the fact that he barely beat Josh and like yes, you're going to take bananas in a fucking hall brawl against Kyle. Really balls in against Kyle. Really? Like, I just, maybe. I think that you're, I, I don't I know. I mean, bana- Kyle got smoked by Theo and he's heavier than Theo and he's uh, probably, if not taller, the same exact height. Like, he had the weight advantage. He got smoked by Theo in that hall brawl. Yeah, smoked by Theo when? In a hall brawl in War of the Worlds When one. Kyle was injured on one leg, he still had a hard time still beating Kyle, and Kyle only had one leg, where Polly was too scared to go against Kyle on one leg. I'm not yeah. disagreeing on Polly being too scared, yes, but I'm just saying, <laughs> look, in my opinion, if I'm – if I'm picking a team and I'm trying to get to the finals, I'm not picking Kyle before I pick bananas. Well, you know, Kyle's getting the experience in the final now. So, he is, and he he's is. a yeah. lot younger than bananas. And I'm not saying anything about age. Cause look at CT, but look what work CT had to put in to get back to that. And, and you know, he won with dad bod. And he's won it now. Yeah, but so, he's just a different type of yeah. human being. He's like, a I different just, breed. Yeah, he's just a different caliber of human, you know. Look, if, yeah, and here's my thing. We're we're having a hypothetical that there is no right or wrong answer to, right? And we're passionate about this because we're passionate about the show. And we're passionate about certain characters in this. And this is basically what we do in the group every fucking day. Um, well, and now you all are going to, now you all are getting a, a really deep look into mine and Ricky's conversations here at home when even the mics are off this is this is what it's like guys <laughs> it's Rick, it's ricky ricky it's ricky because i'm irritated right now <laughs> no, just kidding thank you karina you're welcome ricky still taking <laughs> bananas over kyle still taking kyle over bananas yeah well let me know how second place works out okay all right with that being said, <laughs> that brings us to the end of the recap. <laughs> yeah, no. So it, it, that is the end of the recap. I mean, like I said, with that hypothetical out of the way, you know, it was the end of the season. Real quick. Yeah. There was one thing I wanted to bring up yeah. earlier, but I couldn't break in because Rick was just was yabber yapping. But um, did you just say fucking yabber yapping? I sure did. I'm about to cut off her fucking mic for that one. <laughs> Jesus. So uh, real quick, I just want to touch on this. I know, Josh, I know you're trying to go and you're giving me the, the, the stink eye now. But just real quick, this just take a couple of minutes. I just want to see your guys' hey, thoughts on this. a couple of minutes, 20. We talked earlier. Obviously, we know Casey ended up winning the season. Congratulations to Casey. Mm-hmm. She is now the only person who has won Big Brother and The Challenge, two of the biggest like reality competition shows out there, you know, next to like Survivor and stuff. But so congratulations to her. Great. Cool. We were talking earlier about how, you know, Tori was leading the entire first day. Obviously, she only lost to Casey by like 10 freaking seconds. But then we also talked about how we had recognized that Casey kind of held back on those runs and stuff on day one and through the first part of day two. 
Uh, you know, and she even talked about it out of fear of what happened last year and just trying to make sure she didn't get herself injured. Um, and then at the end there, we saw her just kind of go full out, right. To get down that, to get up and down that hill so that she could get that code, they could get the code done. So do you like, do we really think that Tori was really that much better than Casey or did that, the fact that Casey was like slowing herself down, pacing herself because she was scared of getting injured again, played into the fact that Tori was constantly finishing those runs in first place. Like, I, I don't necessarily think that's the case. Um, I think that may have a little bit to do with it because she's worried about her knee or she wouldn't have talked about it so much. But on that right. first day, she was staying back to make sure that she was with Nani. That's a good point, too. That's a good point, too. Well, I, I disagree, sir. And the reason I disagree with that is because she was in last place on both puzzles. Yeah, she was. The, I, I'm sorry. She wasn't in last place. She was like, she was seventh. She was sixth or seventh place on the first puzzle of the map. Nani was last. We weren't talking about the puzzles. We were talking about I just running. Running. I understand. Straight running. Just straight, like, speed, getting from one checkpoint to the next. But they you got to the, that first checkpoint. They got there almost all at the same time, right? But right, the reason right, right. Tori got such a lead is because she finished the puzzle first as the girls where Casey was, like, right. six or and seven. And I'm, I'm not even saying, like, what place they, they, they finish in. But when you're watching Tori run up that mountain and then you watch Casey run up that mountain, there's a different speed, a different technique that you can see in the way that they move. And Tori was booking it. She was moving. And Casey was not. So it makes me wonder if Casey had put more into the run in the first half of the day, if she would have been able to make up some of the time that she lost on the puzzles. And maybe the situation could have been, obviously it doesn't really matter. Again, this is just a hypothetical. I just kind of wanted to point it out because I know like there's a lot of hate amidst her, her win. There's a lot of hate for Casey right now saying that she's very undeserving of this win because she sucked on the first day. And I don't necessarily think that she sucked. I think she was being cautious. And I just want people to kind of think about this from the other angle of, you know, maybe she wasn't that much worse than Tori. Maybe she was just, again, be just being cautious with, with her body because she was scared. And it goes back to them coming into last place and being being giving a golden ticket to pick your partner on the last day i mean that's really where it goes to that's where people are upset about and i think that's where it entitles or brings it all in is that she didn't deserve to win because she got the golden ticket for losing but winning an elimination against nani which we know she was going to win that no matter how you how you look at it if they wouldn't have mattered what it was casey wins yeah. So that's where it, people are upset. I think it's hard to really judge, right? Because when they're lined up evenly, they finish evenly almost every time. From the start to the first checkpoint, Casey and Tori are right by each other. It's only when there's a puzzle that's thrown in that does Tori get an advantage. And you can say, okay, well, Tori was getting up the hill quicker. Okay, but Orange Team closed that fucking gap on that mall. You know, and, and Casey's and my, part of that. And that's more my point is yeah. that I don't necessarily think that Casey is just this like terrible runner who's like super think, slow and stuff like the fans no. are trying to make it out to be. I, I think she was being very cautious on first day. And I think that if maybe let's say her injury in double agents doesn't happen, we might have seen a different version of Casey running up that those hills. I think even with 
even when they're set even again and at the last part of the final where they have to run up the mountain, get the code, run back down to unlock the safe, Tori and Casey are neck and neck the whole time. I think they're just very similar athletes. They are yeah. they are very similar levels to each other. Yeah. It would be like the equivalent of putting Emily S and Jenny West in a final. I think they're just very similar athletes. God, that would be amazing. You know, or, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just how I look at it. I think they're very, they're very complimentary to each other. I agree. So guys, with that being said, um, we could sit here and talk hypotheticals all night, but we're going to wrap it up because otherwise Josh <laughs> is going to start snoring on I us. I need my so. beauty sleep. <laughs> Everyone. Thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, and catching up with us on this final recap of season 37 of the challenge spies, lies and allies. Some people say it's a horrible season. Some people say it's a great season, but regardless, it's another season of the challenge and I'm fucking here for it. And I know you guys are too. So with that being said, we will not be back next week doing a recap, but we will be back next week doing something new. So make sure you guys tune in, make sure you subscribe and yeah uh yeah i don't know about that what are Um, we doing we we might uh guys we might be back with a recap of the reunion i don't know what rick's talking about i have a feeling that this is going to be absolutely phenomenal so um more than likely we will do something for the reunion but we do have some things coming up for off season so make sure that you guys stay tuned we've got some exciting stuff coming for you And uh, yeah, we can't wait to share it with you guys. Make sure you take a look and keep your eyes peeled for new episodes of the Challengers Unplugged coming soon. For myself, Rick, my beautiful wife, Karina, the one and only Josh Chambers. Thank you guys once again. And we hope you have a wonderful night, day, morning, holidays, happy Honda days, whatever it may be. Have a great one. Take care, guys. See ya. All right, here we go, guys. Closing time. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay. But you can't stay here. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. (laughs) No, Josh, please continue. No, I'm I'm good. Are you sure? No more energy. Okay. Finito. (laughs) 